Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. Get on the ice. Nice. Access you won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. Well, the Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas on your home for Oilers hockey. 630 Chan. Now, here's Brandon Escott. 507 in Edmonton. The Oilers coming off of a 3-2 overtime victory. Another comeback thriller on home ice. And it would be nice, I think you and I can agree, if if they didn't put themselves behind the eight ball every single game recently. But they were able to overcome that. We know the firepower uh, when it's firing on all cylinders like it has been and look no further than Zach Hyman for that. Uh, This team's tough to beat. So, uh, 3-2 victory and now a quick cup of coffee out on the road. They were off today but will play in Seattle on Saturday. That's a pretty good place to have a quick cup of coffee, I hear. <laughs> uh, 2 o'clock puck drop on 6.30, Chad, and that's actually the front half of uh, a back-to-back. They come back home, and they host Sidney Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins 7 o'clock on Sunday. But appreciate you jumping aboard right here, right now. We're going to have uh, a lot of fun today, but I'm actually not 100% sure for how long. You just heard Randy telling you about the passing of former Prime Minister Brian Mulroney, and uh, we are going to carry some uh, special programming from the Chorus Network just after the 6 o'clock news. For how long? Well, we'll tell you soon. (laughs) We're working on that right now. But in the meantime, I will tell you for sure we're going to hear in uh, the Oilers Now Audio Vault just how things sounded last night. Jack Michaels was on the call at Rogers Place and uh, boy, it was electrifying. And uh, we have planned for Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque to jump aboard as well as Kurt Hill in hour number two. We'll see if we get to those two. We will have time for Ron McLean today from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Hey, uh, let's do this. Let's get right to the top story. Brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today uh, with no payments and no interest for a year. Uh, maybe thinking forward, I guess, on the AC front. But that is how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. 3-2 overtime win has Edmonton comfortably in 
third in the Pacific. 72 points in 57 games played this year. Connor McDavid breaks his 10-game goalless drought. It would have been the longest drought in his career if he wasn't able to find the winner last night, but he did, and he made it look pretty darn good in overtime, not the least dramatic of fashion, and that's how we like it. It is. Just imagine that in a playoff setting. Oh, wait, we got to experience it when he walked off Calgary. And uh, Los Angeles has happened as well. Los Angeles, uh, a team that may well be a buyer all of a sudden at the trade deadline. We'll talk about that as uh, injury news from them. And Vegas is going to play a, a factor in the next 10 days. <laughs> 10? No, 8. 8 days. It's a week tomorrow, the trade deadline is. So we'll uh, talk lots about that, assuming we're afforded the time. Um, let's not waste any more of it, though. Uh, top story, I say, is them getting up to third in the Pacific and, and just staying there with a nice buffer, that win last night against St. Louis, helping the cause, and, and I want to do uh, this. Let's get to that win and how it sounded uh, in the audio vault. The Oilers Now Audio Vault is brought to you by Direct Workwear. In these tight budget times, Direct Workwear is the superhero your wallet deserves. Huge selection, low prices at Direct Workwear. The finale of a five-game homestand starts right now, an early Wednesday night at Rogers Place, where the Oilers look to salvage this five-game homestand and finish it dead even. The opponent, the St. Louis Blues, who two weeks ago laid a shellacking on Edmonton, ripping off four unanswered goals in the second period to over come an early deficit. Now Edmonton's turn for redemption. Blues had just 12 power play goals in their first 39 games. 19 in their last 19. And here's another one. Robert Thomas buries it from the top of the right circle. And it's 1-0. Top left corner. And he picked it. Now centering pass. And Bushnevich scores. Set up by Kairou. And Chris Knobloch may want to consider a timeout here. Leon Dreisler dishing. McDavid. Beautiful move. Shot saved. Made by Bennington. A tremendous stop point blank on McDavid. Here's a centering pass and Hyman scores. Set up by the captain and Edmonton did not take long. Eight seconds to cash in the penalty against Kevin Hayes. Lead pass, McDavid rolls in against Bennington. Centers, one-timer score. Hyman's got 40 and the Oilers have tied it up. Extending his career high to 40. And he's not done yet. Well, another assist for Connor McDavid as they were able to get the stretch pass up the ice. And a give and go. Hyman one touches it to McDavid. who Falk tried to force the uh, shot attempt from McDavid. McDavid still was able to pop it across. And the Edmonton Oilers have tied the game after an absolute slumber-like performance through the first 10 minutes of this game. We are tied 2-2. Saucers it back. Kulak a shot off the crossbar and a rebound to Jake Neighbors. And he's got Braden Shen. Finds him. Shen streaking for the net. Dishes. What timer? What a save! Stuart Skinner! He robs Zach Bolduc! A tremendous stop! Trying something to keep it alive. Bouchard belly down. Taken away. Thomas a shorthanded breakaway for the lead. Thomas. Oh, what a strip! Nugent Hopkins on the Those 
those types of moments, I just kind of I think of those moments as winning games. When Nuge did that, I thought in my head, if we win this game, it's that's a huge moment of uh, you know that's a huge reason why you know when when guys put in that type of effort, you know that's doing the things that are hard, and ultimately doing the hard things will win games. And indeed, we will play an overtime session, a scoreless third period, but not for lack of action. McDavid kicks it back to Ekholm, and now McDavid has it again at center ice with 30 seconds to go. Beats Thomas, walks in, left circle, shot, score! Connor McDavid! The drought is over! 3-2 Edmonton! McDavid wins it in overtime! (laughs) What an electrifying call, an electrifying finish to a game that started so poorly for Edmonton. Down 2 Nothing on the first three St. Louis shots of the game inside the first uh, five minutes, was it? Yeah, it, it was. Four minutes and 49 seconds into the game, Pavel Bushnevich makes it to nothing. But they, they talk about their response. When you make a mistake, it's how do you respond? The other night, Evan Bouchard made a horrendous error and then responded, and they were able to win the game. They finished this homestand 2-2-1 and after uh, that last night, that comeback victory. McDavid's first goal in 10 games, I mentioned the overtime winner. Zach Hyman scoring number 39 and 40 on the year. 40-goal season for Hyman and and this is a real uh, it's been a talking point since he signed the flawless chemistry with which he has uh, worked his way into uh, you know this the situation with McDavid and it, it's just I don't know is this the best free agent signing not just by Edmonton but extrapolate that out to the league it's it's becoming a serious conversation and a question that I'd like to ask Ron McLean coming up after the 5.30 news. But right now, let's hear from Hyman and a couple others just on that 40-goal mark. Uh, I think it's a milestone, obviously. Fun to get in the win. Big one, obviously, too. So... A lot, of, uh, a lot of hockey off. Yeah, obviously, so happy for him. He's a guy that brings it every single day, brings it with a, a positive attitude, a smile on his face. Even when things aren't going well, he shows up and it's the same every day, and it's great to see him get rewarded. He's been playing great this year and banging in goals left, right, and center. And That's incredible. Extremely happy for him. I'm extremely proud of him. He deserves that. I mean, he's, again, he's, like, such a hard worker, and not only that, but the best thing about Himes is the type of person he is off the ice. He's one of the best guys. He's always uh, he's always in a good mood no matter what's going on, and um, that goes a long way, especially uh, you know in long seasons and you're around him all the time. So it's nice that he's uh, he's a pretty happy guy. Playoff type player whose uh, position is a role model. I would suggest not only within the franchise, but as we know, as a member of this community as well. Uh, this is the type of player you hope to have a chance at signing long term. And uh, Ken Holland was able to pluck him off of the free agent wire. A part of the reason is because there was always the thought that there would be this natural chemistry with McDavid. And here's what Hyman said. You know. No, I mean, I play with the best player in the world, so I'm very fortunate and, and very aware that I'm, I'm pretty lucky. It's obviously one of the, the big reasons I chose to come here was to have the opportunity to play with, with Connor, and yeah, I, I guess, but I mean, it doesn't happen overnight, obviously, you, you learn, and I think a lot of that just has to do with communication. He thinks the game so well, so if I'm able to 
to you know think it with him and, and get to spots that uh, that he can get the puck to, then you know we'll have a good chance to to score. So I just keep trying to get open, and <laughs> you guys are on him for not scoring, but it's because he's you know he's making those plays, and I'm I'm the benefactor. So obviously he put one in tonight, but he's he's a, a generational player. You mentioned. Yeah, he, uh, he he wasn't scoring for a while there, but he was putting up assists. Basically, was was almost charting at an assist a period. That's three points a game without scoring, and everybody was just focused on on why he wasn't putting the puck in the net. Well, two goals in February. That doesn't sound very good. Just two in 12 games played. But 27 points in those 12 games. Think about that. That's that's absurd. It's nutty and might even be more if they could figure out how to play the first 10 minutes of a hockey game. Here's McDavid. Yeah, obviously a tough five minutes and then we were lucky to get out of it just down two. Not the recipe for success, obviously, you know, but we didn't let it get to three and we clawed our way back in, score a big goal at the end of the first and, you know, make it a game again. I thought we were the, the better team for, for 50 minutes. Um, I thought we lacked a little bit of the killer instinct maybe. Um, didn't find a way to, uh, to, to, to bury one earlier, but um, still happy we got a win. Stuart Skinner with a, a couple of comments on overcoming another slow start. Yeah, obviously not, not the start that we want. It's kind of been happening a couple times where our start isn't amazing, but that's kind of two games in a row where we did that. I'd say it's time to learn that lesson and uh, stop doing that in the first uh, few minutes. But, you know, it's, it's all about how you kind of react after that. And I thought that we, uh, we did a great job. A couple thoughts from the head coach of the Oilers, Chris Knobloch, who, uh, by the way, is up to 32. Where are we at, Bob, with that tweet? 32-11-1 since taking over this hockey team. That uh, That's the best points percentage in that span. It's been a remarkable run, and it's... Uh it's the type of start they, they can't have. Simply put, it sounds stupid to say, they can't keep up with these starts. Yeah, no, you look at the score and it looks looks terrible, but, you know, overall in the first period, you know, I think we gave up three or four scoring chances and, you know, it's unfortunate. A little lucky of, you know, giving up those goals and not putting on, the, on Stu at all. It was just, you know, overall, yes, we could have been better. You know, as the period went on, we started getting, generating some more offense. But overall, in the first period, you know, over the 20 minutes, I don't think there was many scoring chances against. Yeah, and uh, there was one scoring chance at a critical juncture of that hockey game. You heard it in the audio recap. You probably saw it on television. But if Ryan Nugent Hopkins doesn't have the back check of his career... Uh, uh, skating faster than he's probably skated all season long. That game isn't a victory for the Oilers. It doesn't get to overtime. So Ryan Nugent Hopkins, there's your flowers. That was spectacular on the defensive side of things. It is 5.20 in Edmonton. We do have Ron McLean coming up in about 15 minutes or so. We also have NHL Today on the other side. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is Brendan Escott with you for the next 35 minutes. And then at 6 o'clock, we are giving way to uh, special coverage of the uh, the passing of former Prime Minister Brian Mulroney. That is right across the Chorus Radio Network. So uh, up until 5 o'clock, we will keep you entertained and informed. And Ron McLean will still jump aboard after the 5.30 news with Randy. Right now, let's get to uh, NHL Today, which is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. 
specialists. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Uh, There's a big slate of action tonight, and I forgot to bring it up here. But... <laughs> A lot of it is still underway. The Maple Leafs are home to Arizona. They do have goaltender Joseph Wall back healthy and, and up with the team finally. And uh, they are scoreless against the Coyotes halfway through the first. Panthers hosting Montreal. They're tied at one. Other Canadian content sees uh, Dallas hosting Winnipeg at six. One's just about to get underway about a half hour from now. And Vancouver is uh, home to L.A. Now, the NHL has fined Maple Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe $25,000 for an incident with referees in Toronto's 6-2 loss to Vegas on Tuesday. Keefe was given a game misconduct and ejected by the officials with a two and change left to play. He didn't want to elaborate on that after the game of course on what he said to the officials what coach would uh, Coyotes by the way who they played tonight they're riding a 13 game losing streak that's a tough one uh, on the uh, on the uh, I guess we'll stay in the desert is what I'm trying to say because uh, the Condors played the Tucson Roadrunners which is Arizona's farm team and they whooped them last night 7-2 the final three of those seven goals coming courtesy Raphael Lavoie and if you think back earlier this week Bob was saying that Lavoie hadn't found an even strength goal in something like 19 games okay he had two of them last night Maybe even three. I know two for sure, but he had the hat trick. Jack Campbell stopping 39 of 41. They will visit Coachella Valley tomorrow night in the desert. <laughs> and the Oil Kings were nowhere near the desert. They were doubled up 6-3 by the Hitmen in Calgary last night. We will not have time to hear from Kurt Hill today, but we will uh, endeavor to get him on a little bit later. Uh, if not uh, tomorrow, then certainly next week. 780-496-0063 is the number to call or text. It is the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. They've got Everclear and Sister Hazel live at the River Cree on Friday, April 12th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. And that number again, 780-496-0063 is one you can text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Ron McLean coming up. Uh, I want to get his thoughts on the Oilers on the first, uh, we'll call it the first trade deadline domino to fall. I know there was some centers that moved uh, a couple of weeks ago, but Chris Tanev is a Dallas star, and the Edmonton Oilers were finalists to get Tanev. The clock's ticking now. There's eight days, or rather seven and a half, until the NHL's trade deadline. So uh, it's um, it's getting to be time to see the Oilers make a move here. And I think that with a 2-2-1 and one homestand, you've got a clearer picture of what that move needs to be. We'll see what Ron McLean thinks after we get back from a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn.